on the advice of their lawyers and also their doctors. Off the Perch podcast would like to inform all listeners that the opinions expressed in these recordings are solely personal and do not reflect the views of any organizations they are associated with. As such, if you are offended by any content herein, please contact Off the Perch directly and they will be addressed live on the next show. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Off the Perch. It's been a little while, but that's okay. It's it's fine. We we don't have a schedule. We're not not fancy like fishing. Rhyme or reason to what we do here. No, absolutely not. That was the whole point of the show. Yeah, exactly. We post whenever we want to post. I usually am the stickler for episode number. It's episode nine thousand forty-two. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's three. 53. Yes. All right. I couldn't do, I couldn't hold it for, I couldn't, I had to, I was like, no, no, my brain's like, you gotta say it, man. No, it's not, it's not that. <laughs> uh, so it's Steve. It's Chris. And, uh, so we're going to start with the good stuff. It was a week. It was ups. And, let's start with the, the, the ups. The ups. Let's start uh, with the up. Up. Four nothing against RSL. I know that yeah. feels like 7,000 years ago. Yeah. Trust me, I I had to actually go back and look to see who did anything in that game to figure <laughs> out who to give stars to. But but for nothing, Petke came back. Petke did what Petke does best at RBA and got us three points. Yes, and uh, yeah, that was like that was like what three goals in six minutes or something like that. I will tell you right now, it was yeah. Three goals in six minutes, 58, 59, and 64. Jesus. Yeah, I've never seen that many goals scored in a short period of time in my life. Uh... Ha! But, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was the f- it was a good game. It, fe- it, it, f- it was a good home win. We had, yeah. The last time we had a win like that was maybe Atlanta with we're playing down 10 men and winning one nothing, and then San Jose to start the year. Um, but it felt good to kind of like just dominate a team at home. Like oh, definitely know, did. we usually do. Or yeah, it was, uh, it was our fifth straight game with a result. Yes. Uh, so that was nice. It was a nice change of pace. You know, we yeah. were moving in the right direction, you know, getting mm-hmm. up there, you know, getting close to top of the East. We were at and, one after um, that game. We were at one point six seven points per game or something like that, which is yeah. not the worst. It could have been worse given our, our, our the start to the season. But we were six one. We we kind of were we were six one and one after that win. Mm-hmm. Um, but like yeah, like no, it, it was a good game for a, like a lot of reasons. Mario exploded this game. Like he like we kind of were giving Mario shit for you know like like not starting and stuff like that, but like. Now my my question, I mean, is more like what was he doing in training that wasn't getting him starts? Is more like why wasn't Chris Armas Armas starting him? Like, thing, but like I mean, like I, that. I completely understand why Armas wasn't starting him based off of how he was playing at the beginning of the season. He was a complete liability out on the field defensively, and his crossing was it was like he forgot how to play soccer. He looked like he looked like one of the players that had their powers stolen by the Monstars in Space Jam. Got it. Because, because yes, I, I like I remember. I mean, I w- agreed with you when we when we were talking about what Maria like 
his performance. I don't know. Looking back now, is it something that you just kind of have you kind of keep playing him and, and have him figure it out on the field? But I know you. Met, I know you were saying that he was a liability, um, but uh, uh, <laughs> we had other liabilities in other places. At, like oh, we did. Like we did. Uh, I I think Armis was a little bit too harsh on him, yeah. as opposed to like being harsh on a guy like Connor Laid. Um, yeah. But, you know, he, he definitely had the training wheels on for a while and, and was on a short leash yeah. and earned his way back. So Right, right. Um, but, yeah, so, like, those, those three goals in, in those six minutes, 58 minute was an own goal, but that was basically off – it was, it was Maria that <laughs> crossed it off of Marcelo Silva's chest. Um, Royer got the second goal with an assist from Kaku, and then Amir got the, the third goal uh, in the 64th minute. Um, and then Omir, uh, got the goal in the 83rd minute with an assist from Ivan. And that goal was, that goal was nice. Yeah. Omir, I, I know this is his first year and I know you don't want to like, like burn him out too quickly, but I feel like Omir should start games. Oh, definitely. Like I, like, I just feel like he, he should be starting games and like we we go back to the question as to like who he replaces, but like, I, like I don't know, like replace it's I don't know Mouille. Like I don't. That's he got subbed in for. Uh, oh no, he got subbed in for Royer. Um, I don't know if I want to. Uh, I don't know, but I just feel like Omir is just is such a spark, and I, I get people saying like, oh, it's good that he's coming off the bench and producing when he when he comes on. But I feel like for 90 minutes he can do so much more, given that he's just a young player that wants to prove that he's that he did, he should start. Yeah. No, I I think I'm I'm hopeful he gets more of a chance moving mm-hmm. forward. Um, yeah. He is kind of like our our new Alex Mouil of just like throw him on in the 60th minute and he runs around like a fucking golden retriever. But with, but with more of. Uh, like no no sh- like shade to Mouille, but with, with Omir, it's just he, he he's much more direct in terms of production. Yeah, he runs around like a border collie instead. <laughs> always the always the dog. He's smarter. Because <laughs> he's better. <laughs> yes, he's 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 lassie to like like Mouille's like I don't know like Scooby Doo. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or Air Bud. I, 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 <laughs> I don't know any other, but yes. Um, no, but yeah, it, it, it's just, um, it was good to see him score another goal and just keep on kind of like at this pace. Um, yeah. And, and again, like I said, it was just another home when there's nothing really to, much to write about in terms of RSL. Like, I, I don't know. They were, they just, they basically showed up and. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Nick Romando for, being Nick Romando, yeah, uh, <laughs> basically, um, yeah, yeah, and that was that was that's really all you can really write, like kind of talk about that game. It's just like tactically, Petke went into it not really prepared for our style of play, and and he paid for it, and then that's all that's all they wrote. Yeah, but yeah. he blew us a kiss. So like, he did. He waved to the crowd, and it was nice. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Who were your three stars? Uh, my three stars were, um, my third star was, uh, Royer. Um, my second star was Kaku and, and my first star was, uh, 
was Amir. Just he had a great game. Okay. Just yeah. I uh, I got my third start of Royer. I got my second start of Taxi because I thought he just fucking Taxi, played out of his yeah, mind. Yeah, Taxi was um, great. I mean, and first start of great. yeah, first yeah. start of Maria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taxi is just everything that is good. Yeah, <laughs> with this team. Oh man. Um. So yeah, four nothing win. We were six one and one heading into uh this past weekend. Um, where were we going to the road, uh, over to, uh, you know, to Chester PA to play the, uh, were they first place at the time? Yeah, they were, yep. they were the, the first place Philadelphia union. Um, we didn't record before the game, but I, I, I figure I might as well ask you now, what were, what were you thinking the scoreline would have been? What was going to be? Oh, I expected us to lose like two, nothing or two, one. You did okay. I thought yeah. I thought we were gonna draw two two, which you know, like the, the optimist in me should have. Uh, yeah, um, you know what can you really say about the the game? Like our starting lineup was was kind of depleted, given that most of our players have now gone. This is the game post international kind of recall where you know we started Duncan. Um, Tarek started, uh, laid, laid, started, um, everything else basically beyond that is, is normal. Um, and that, and, and let's just go half to half so the first half. I don't know if it felt in the stadium, like what it felt like in the stadium, but I felt like it was a very shaky first half more so for us. But also, like on Phillies' end as well. I mean, obviously they they, they let in two goals, um, but I felt like we were pl- we were playing like flying by the seat of our pants. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it was it, it was a yeah. It was not a a easy game to watch. No, no, because <laughs> like it, I there was moments where I'm just kind of like basically covering my eyes and just like peeking out just because I'm just like, it's going to, they're, they're yeah. going to score a goal within the next like five seconds. Yeah. Well, luckily I didn't get to watch most of the game. So like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I know there were a lot of like people on Twitter that are like, this is going to go down as the worst game ever. No, this, is, this really. isn't even the worst two goal blown lead this season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This game means nothing. Not a, <laughs> Zilch, we lose in Philly. It's what we do. Move on. Get so over. I, so I was thinking, like you know how you used to tell the story of how Corey would tell people that would get on the bus about when you would go down to RFK. It's like you, yep. like are you? If you're expecting us to win here, uh, you're not going to see a win. Yep. That has become, uh, like that has become that Philly for us. Philly yep. has, has replaced. RFK and 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 out of field now, whereas yeah. we just can't win there. I mean, we won there last October. We did. Oh, we yeah. did. Yeah. I feel. I feel like I've seen. Well, I've seen. I feel like I've seen a lot more losses than I have wins. Oh there. no, we we lose most of the time down there. Okay. Okay. Because that's most I, of, every time we go down for Open Cup, we lose. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. But like, I, I just thought. I just think of like the the seizures of Punk Hattrick and like all these games, and it's just like this is up like. The CJ Sapong hat. If I was if I was at this game, I would I would be, be more mad than I was when CJ Sapong scored the hat trick like in sixteen or seventeen. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like let's. All right, but just back to like 
the game flow. So we go into the half up to nothing. Uh, and then at what minute does Tarek get hurt? That I don't know. I I came back upstairs. Like I, I hung around down on the concourse for a while because my voice was shot. Yeah. I made it back up like 57th minute and I think he was already out. Yeah, so he was out in the 48th minute. He got he, he went down and then uh, he couldn't continue and Sean Nealis came in. Uh, five minutes later, El Sino came in. Okay. Uh, seven minutes later, uh, Jamiro Montero scores a goal with El Sino assist. So it's 2-1. And you're just like, okay, all right. Everyone, you know, get your shit together. And whose fault Before was that Before I can goal? finish the word together, 61st mm-hmm. minute, El Sino scores. It's 2-2. And, and whose fault was it on both goals? Connor Lade. Yep. Okay. Like no. I, I now let's get I to the, no, now let's get to the third one. Okay, so the third goal was a Nealis handball due to a run past Connor Lade. So Nealis had to try to block the cross. Unfortunately, he didn't keep his arm down, and it's a handball in the box penalty kick. Uh, <laughs> Robles, the first time ever. Robles saved the PK, thus making him the le- the team all time like leader in saves. Yep that that save was make got him to the top of the list, and then the rebound yep. off El Senior was a goal. And and whose man was unmarked off the to rebound for that goal? Connor Lade. Connor Lade. Um. Look, a lot of people. I mean, not a lot of people. There's a lot of people are, are don't want to see Connor Lade start anymore. Um, there are people that are defending Connor Lade by saying like, "Oh, uh, Royer should have marked him better uh, on on X and this." And it's just like at the end of the day, Connor Lade made decisions um, that led to, that that were poor, that led to situations where we're at a disadvantage, and then. A, like it's just it, we were at a disadvantage because decisions late made. At the end of the day, it's just that he's just he, I, he he just can't. He's no longer the caliber player that can. He was never like, oh yeah, I can play. I can play left back. He was never that caliber of player. I but as as the years go by, it's gotten worse. Yeah, at least before he was serviceable. Now it's he's a he's the biggest liability on the team. Yeah. Like it's, it's just, that's it. He's the yep. biggest liability on the team. And when you look at the rest of the roster through the years, players have come and gone. Uh, you look at the roster that, that got us what the shield in 15 and look at it. Now there's only three players that are left. It's Bradley. It's Bradley Robles and Connor Lake. And Connell and I feel like with Bradley, he's the club legend. He's the striker. Robles is a goalkeeper. You keep goalkeepers. I feel like Connor Lays should have been kind of phased out already. And do, I don't do understand you want to hear, why he hasn't. Do you want to hear something like equally as crazy? What? Who are the, the players left from 2013? What, Bradley and Robles? And, uh, Connor Laid. Yeah. Technically speaking, Ryan Mara. Okay, yeah, technically speaking. Yeah. I mean, Mira wasn't technically on the roster in 2015. He was on loan, but like right, right. 
those four guys are the only ones that are that have been here for all three shields. Yeah. But like if if we're in this and we're in this team now where we're just now where it's just like next man up, uh we we trade captains every year, we we get rid of players that we feel can no longer do what we the style of play we want to do. Why is Connor Lade even up for discussion as a as a as a as as fullback depth? As because like, he's in he's a homegrown player that doesn't count against the cap. I I understand he's the first homegrown player and he is a homegrown player and he doesn't count against the cap. He's not the first, but but he's, he's like, the longest tenured. Longest tenured, okay. Yeah. Um but he yeah, doesn't I, count against the cap. He's not an international slot. He knows the system. He's a nice guy. He's cheap. I I can't fault him for being here. No, no, no. Like, I'm, not gonna, no, no. So here's the thing. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. If 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 the coach, if Armas says, "Hey, you're you're our left back for the game," I, I, and Connor Lay's not going to be like, "No, like I'm not going to do it." Like it's it's his job. He's going to go out yeah. there and try his best. Yeah. Um, but I it's, put, it's, it's all I put. I play. I'm, I'm probably going to say what you were about to say, but I put this on Dennis Hamlin. Oh yeah, this this game is a hundred percent on Dennis Hamlin. Yeah. Because like it's like, and we'll get to the segment. We'll get to the to, to like some news and stuff like that, where it's just like some like a rumor that's come up that it's just like, why is this our target when we have other needs? Like we've had this need for a while now. Like it's yeah. good that you got Almo Tarek. Uh, it's very fortunate that Sean Nealis is a serviceable, serviceable center back right now that is prone to mistakes because he is a rookie player. Um, but you can see the potential there. You you have players like Buckmaster down in RB two and stuff like that. Um, but like, why is uh, why is Alan Giannis not have been called up yet? I know he's with, he's at the Toulon Cup or whatever, um, but like, I feel like he should have been established already as a, as a first team player. Mm-hmm. Um, it's question is that it's stuff like that where it's just like Dennis, what are you what, like? What are you? What are the you really? Gold Cup didn't sneak up on us. Yeah, this yeah, wasn't like this tournament was announced last month. You know, the day after the the transfer window closed, and it was like, oh shit, we didn't oh, know. Yeah. You knew two years ago that Kamar Lawrence and and Mario were not going to be here for a month. Yeah, and you knew that Aaron Long six months ago, you knew he wasn't going to be here for a month, and you really you crossed your fingers and hoped that Tim Parker wasn't getting called up too. They, we are very lucky that Tim Parker kind of, in, 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 I guess, in the eyes of the USMNT, like didn't like kind of felt like his stock went down, because um, we could have lost them both. Yeah. Like looking back at now international call ups, we 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 kind of took a glancing blow as opposed to a direct hit where we cut we we kept Kaku, um, we kept Parker, um, where it could, it could have been a, a lot worse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's just I understand you're like it's it's MLS and you're playing with cap space, but I feel like it, given given decisions you've made and I don't like I'm not this is not a a a um I'm not blaming the players or their quality, but like if you take a player like like Jorgensen or Ivan, the last two trans the last two transfer we had, those are big money transfers. That money could have been the de- kind of like spread out a little bit more and gotten maybe a fullback with a, a lesser quality midfielder uh, or a lesser quality striker in, in, in when you're talking about Jorgensen. Um, 
that is quite it's decisions like that where it's just like, are you really aware of what we need or do you just not care about what we need? And it's just like, what are you, where's your decision making? What is your long-term plan? Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause it's, it's, it, 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 this game was, was less so like Philly kind of dominating us. It was just more so a, a, a result of international break um, and then just depth. Like it's just, it, it just, our backline depth is not, it's not good. And, and most MLS teams don't have a good backline depth, but like we, I feel like we can, we have the resources needed to have good backline depth. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's how I feel about the game. Um, do you have three stars for this game? Because despite the result, we had, there, there was good, Players had good performances, not maybe not the defensive side, but on the offense. I, 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 yeah. don't think so. I gave a third start to Brian White. Um, yeah. I gave second start to Kaku, and I gave the first start to the fans. Okay, for making the trip. Got it. Um, I gave my third start to to Kyle Duncan. I thought he had a good game. Um, Kyle Duncan is, I would deem him a project. He has good quality. There's just some things that he still has to work on. And I forgot, Kyle Duncan, how old is he now? 2023? Mm, hold on. Kyle Duncan is, I think it's 23. Um, but yeah, like it, he, he, he had a good, good 21. Game. 21. Great. 21. Okay. Yep. Um, according to me, according here, Google says Kyle Duncan uh, is a United States Circuit judge of the United States Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit. He's 47 years old from Baton Rouge. That's why he hasn't been playing that well. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Google. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, Kyle Duncan had a good game. And, and, and again, the goals that, that were scored were like not really on fault of him. Um, my second star went to Brian White for that beautiful chip um, on Andre Blake, who... Who I did thank for 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 you know coming back from international duty, which you know what we forgot to discuss that. Yeah. My thank you, Brain, for reminding me about Andre Blake because it brings up a, a another discussion. Um, I'll just say my first star with Kaku. Whatever he had a great goal, yada yada. Um, why why did Kamar why 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 did Kamar not come back? <laughs> Because simple, he played. Simple question. Because goalkeepers don't run. You think it's you think it's just that that it's just like he, Armis said it today that they weren't gonna force Kamar to come back. He's still recovering from that injury. They didn't want to you know bring him back after he just played for Jamaica, and then him going right back to play for Jamaica again. It just. Yeah. The risk wasn't worth the minutes, in Ninety eyes. minutes out of field against the U.S. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my my brain went into like the just like the part where it's just like, oh, why couldn't you guys just get him back? But when you think about it, yeah, just ninety minutes mid midweek to then and try to play another whatever amount of time on the weekend. Yeah. Okay, um, who are your three stars? Oh, you already said uh, your three stars. You already said yeah. them. Sorry. Um. Yeah. Uh, besides, you know, besides the game, how was how was Philly? It's garbage. Garbage. 
garbage. It's a garbage city. It's a garbage <laughs> stadium. Garbage staff. Garbage people. It's just garbage. If if the entire Philadelphia area, because Chester is not in Philadelphia, if the Philly metro area were to be nuked tomorrow, I would probably like throw a parade because that entire city is a cesspool of of disgusting human beings and anybody that works for the Philadelphia union, like doesn't deserve to breathe. There you go. Just, just me speaking as an individual. Cool. We have the disclaimer for a reason. Yes. Yes. That is why it's there. (laughs) Um, Yeah. No, I, I, like after the first half, I was like, oh man, I wish I had gone. And then after the second, I was just like, man, I'm glad I didn't go to this shit show. Yeah. I had to inhale, get smoke inhalation from, you know, Philly burning another effigy yeah. of like Red Bulls because they think that yeah. that hurts our feelings. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> they try so hard. It's, it's so should. funny to me. They try Adoya, so- like the game ends and he runs over to the corner where we are and like starts like celebrating at us. And we're all like, who the fuck are you? Like, we don't care. What are you doing here? You're here because you got rejected from playing in Europe, you scrub. Yeah. Get out of here. Why aren't you playing for the U.S. right now, dude? <laughs> Why like, aren't what you? What happened? Yeah. Shouldn't you, you fucking scrub? <laughs> shouldn't you be in Cincinnati? Like, you're really that excited for winning a game in June when you could be playing for the U.S.? Oh, boy. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> um... So yeah, those are the games that we uh, we've played, um, and honestly, some some news. This is probably the well. Let's talk about the rumors first, and then we'll cap it off with the with kind of like the the big big or organizational yeah. news, uh, so yeah. to speak. Um, Rumor number one: Bradley. Yeah, Bradley might be out. Um, yeah. So someone on Twitter. Uh, report was sparked this rumor that Bradley's on the trading block. Um, and I don't know how to, I don't know how to react. Yeah. So I heard it from somebody else in person and, and another person through another person. And then a third person on Twitter started talking about it. Yeah. Um, so the rumor is Bradley wants more money. The team's like, get the fuck out of here. And uh, Philly put in an offer for him, and we said, go fuck yourself. Uh, New England put in an offer for him, and we said, absolutely not. Uh, they're trying to trade him to somewhere on the West Coast. Um, but I don't see it happening. Um, the But the other part of it is that I was told firsthand was he is cleared to play. I was not told why he's not playing, but I was told mm-hmm. he's clear to play. Okay. Um, I talked to somebody who is at one of those like, oh no, it was at, at a Red Bull 2 game. They they saw a couple of, of the players were there like watching the game. Yeah. So they went over and like we're talking to them and like chit-chatting. And said, like, hey, like, what's, what's going on with Bradley? Like, when's he coming back? And they both kind of grimaced and, like, looked at each other and were and said, oh, he said, you know, he might be ready, you know, to start training again next week. Mm. Uh, which is weird because there's pictures and video of him, like, training. 
Yeah. So I don't know what's going on. If they trade him, they trade him. Um, kind of immune to this by now. <laughs> um, so look, you're 34 year old striker. You're getting DP money. If you think you should be having more money, dude has been getting paid for years and has been producing. Yeah. I, I don't see the reason to give him a raise and extend his contract based on his play this season. Yeah. It's, it's brutal to say. That's why like it's, this rumor is either very true with some, like some, like not like the information is kind of getting lost in, in, in kind of like hearsay to hearsay. In the game of game of telephone. Yeah. Or it's, it's some sort of like, 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 like fabricated leak that they're trying to like, like cease, like trying to figure something out. Like, I don't know. Like it just feels, I don't know. It's so strange to me. Um, You retired his number last year. Um, I mean, if he wants more money, I just don't think Bradley's the kind of person that would be asking for more money, given that he he's on DP contract and he's 34 years old. Yeah. He likes the area. He, he, he This has become his home. Like, well, we don't know how long his contract is for. Yeah. So if his contract's up at the end of the year, he may be looking for like, you know, extended another year, but still. You know, it's your thirty-four-year-old striker. Yeah, uh, that—that's—that's that's my who's my now who is now unfortunately who now is unfortunately uh, is struggling with an injury. Yeah, a groin like, injury. Those don't just heal. I mean, I, like yes, they're if if he is clear to play, like, but it's still an injury that he suffered. That that's you know a setback. It's just like it, these these kind of things. Once you're up there in age, start to build up. Um, so I don't know. Um, so that leads into this rumor that came out today Yeah, that we're, we're looking at a, a, there's a rumor that we're looking at a Romanian player, um, by the name of Florin Tanase, um, who is an attacking midfielder. Um, I, I just, I get that if 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 we're looking at it in a vacuum, not in a vacuum, but if we're looking at it with with that BWP rumor alongside of it, even with that, I don't. This move doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it's like let me pull it up. They they want five point seven million dollars for him in a transfer fee, and he's been apparently offered a salary of one point one million. But yeah, like that seems ridiculous. For an well, unproven commodity, international slot open. So what's that? We have a DP and an international slot open but, right now. But given his given his statistics and given like I just don't why. Yeah, he's got so he's got fifty one goals in two hundred and ten games, and he's playing in Romania. And I just I know that NYC like people point out Matrita, but like I don't know, like it's just this, it just doesn't. No, I, I just don't feel like this is there's anything to this, and, and if there is, then why like why are you willing to spend five point seven million dollars on a transfer and then pay this man one point seven one point one million in salary when you can then take that money and use it to get a fullback or or, or backline reinforcements like it's yeah. it's that thing, 
where we have Tom Barlow, we have Brian White. Well, yes, they are younger players. I I just feel like we don't we don't need we don't need another striker attacking midfielder position like player right now. We have Jorgensen. I forgot about Jorgensen. Yeah. We just got him. Why would we need another attacking player when we when we're, we're pretty good right now in terms of attacking attack? We have so, Omir, we have Kaku, we have all these options. Look towards what is clearly a glaring weakness, which is our fullback. They're just looking, they're just looking to bring in players that can learn the system and then go to Salzburg or Leipzig. Okay. All right. So you brought that up, so we'll just get to the next thing. Uh which is Papa's coming. <laughs> Papa's Papa is is. I'm not calling him Papa. I take that back immediately because that sounds too much like like what they call Arthur Blank down in Atlanta, and I'm not about that life. Um, Ralph Ragnick uh, stepped down from whatever his role was at Leipzig. Um, he was interim coach or something like that. Yeah, he coached for all of last year and was like the de facto sporting director. Okay. Um, he has been uh, named the head of sport and development and development soccer at Red Bull. Um, with uh, what are you going to say? Yeah, the fo- the focus on us and Brazil. Yeah, the focus on us and the new team uh, Bragantino down in Brazil. Um, based on quotes, um, it, it's 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 a focus on us and that team. Um, with one of the goals being developing players that they can then go to, to Leipzig um, that this caused uh, Twitter to, to have a, a shit fit, but I don't understand <laughs> why, because we've known that was the case since 2015. Um, it's just like, it's just yeah, that it was, it was brought up. What? It was his quote. It was his quote. And then the follow-up quote from the guy for the from Paderborn in Germany. Oh, right. There was that extra wrinkle that like Paderborn and Leipzig have like worked out to an agreement where like it, yeah, essentially Paderborn is their like club. Yeah, but I'm trying to think. There's another. It's like um, it's like Chelsea and Vitesse. Yeah, except it's to, it's in the same league, which is weird, and it's it's Bundesliga, yeah. which is double weird because I feel like that shit doesn't really fly. Yeah. Um, but like you saw the quote where where they then changed the quote after. Oh, I didn't see the change. So I just saw the first kind of like, uh, what, what did they change it was, to? It was that Paderborn can, you know, go within the Red Bull system if they would like a player from New York or Brazil or Salzburg or Leipzig. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. And then it was changed to if they want a player from Leipzig. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, the guy, like, once shit hit the fan, the guy, like, turned around and was like, oh, no, no, can you change that quote to just Leipzig? <laughs> please, please, I don't want yeah, Bundesliga on my head. Um, no, but, yeah, it's, listen, their organization is built a, 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 around this person's kind of tactical system. Um, he took Leipzig... Mo- Made, got them to Champions League, did his job, wait, then kind of handed the reins over to, uh, I think it's Hassan Huddle, who's becoming the manager of Leipzig. Um, Marsh is now at Salzburg, um, which I, I, in my opinion, I feel like, like, Jesse feels like the heir apparent 
in terms of this whole structure. I, I, it just, he does, but he's definitely also the heir apparent to the U.S. men's national team. Yes. Well, like I'm like, I feel like that's. While yes, I feel like at the end of the day, if he gets if he has to get handed between, do you want to be the coach of the U.S. men's national team or do you want to be a coach of a Champions League team in Leipzig? I feel like he would choose Leipzig, given that he's. He, I feel like he's, he's better. What? He better. The national team's fucking hot garbage. <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't want to touch that thing. If they offered me $20 million a year, I would say no. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I feel like Jesse would, would choose Leipzig. I don't know. Um, but, like, it, it kind of leads all to this discussion where it's just, like, what is our, our – <laughs> our role in this whole grand scheme of things. And everyone's not, not everyone, but people are now just like, well, we're just a, we're just a factory to, to, to Leipzig. And it's, it's like, while yes, it's, it's, I feel like it's not, it's not this thing where it's just like, it's literally, Oh, player with, with, potential going to Leipzig. It's, 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 it's Tyler Adams. It's a player of Tyler Adams quality. And we we got one Tyler Adams out of the past what how many years since this this kind of structure has been kind of built on like four or five years, yeah. Like I don't feel like this is going to be this thing where it's just like we have to worry about every year a player that has a good year and it's just going to be like oh man are we going to see him next year? The rumors started coming out that Caceres might be going to Salzburg. I was told that Jesse is apparently trying to convince Armas to be his assistant over there. Which my God, please wait, yes. wait, what? If yes. That, okay. I don't want Caceres to go. Um, if Jesse wants Armas to be his assistant in Salzburg, I will personally buy Chris Armas's ticket to go to I'll drive him to the airport. <laughs> we will all. I'll use my easy pass. We will it's pull fine. All resources to have to make this happen for you, Jesse. Uh, I got buddy passes. It's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't hear that rumor. That's that's insane. Um, yeah. But, yeah. but I mean, you look at you look at the players that were were rumored to be, you know, involved in a guy like Jorgensen, right? Very clearly a sign, like buy them on the cheap, teach them the system, refine them, send them to Salzburg or Leipzig in a couple years mm-hmm. for a penny dollar. Yeah. This guy from now from Romania, twenty four year old attacking midfielder slash striker, looks just like a player that would that would fit the mold at Leipzig or Salzburg. Hey, send him to New York. Let him learn the system. Move him on up. It, look, if we're going to be uh, the fucking double A team within this organization, I could just have season tickets for the Trenton Thunder. But like Salzburg is essentially the same thing for Leipzig. And they... And they're, 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 look, it's... You've got A-ball is Brazil... Double A is us. Triple A is uh, Salzburg, and short season low A is the stat on the Yankees are Red Bull too. That's what we're turning into, and and I understand people are like, well, who cares? Like, it's great that we're producing, you know, Champions League talent like Tyler Adams. Yes, that's great. However, can we win a cup first? But we if worry these players about- come over and are learning the system while also being talents that that could potentially become cha- European players, 
then they can clearly help us in attaining that goal. No, well, don't like, don't you think? I, well, yes, obviously, like, like developing talent and winning championships can go hand in hand, mm-hmm. but they haven't. We haven't. Yes, we haven't gotten like we haven't. But then at the same time, like I'm like if we had won MLS Cup last year, I wouldn't give a shit because I'd still be riding that high. <laughs> but we have not won an MLS Cup. We've we have three shields. I just got a fucking supporter shield tattoo. I'm not discrediting the supporter shield. I was gonna bring up the shield because it's like yes, but, but yeah. But can we just get a fucking star on our jersey already? We should have next three. year it's gonna be our twenty fifth fucking season and and it's us Dallas and New England from the original teams that still hasn't fucking won a goddamn MLS Cup. I mean, at the end of the day, I are I I, I, I just fear like if this rumor about Caceres moving on is true, then it, it's clear that we're not bringing – they're not bringing players here to help us win. They're just getting them good enough for Austria. And then Jesse will take it from there and get them good enough for Germany. So if we're bringing in all these guys that end up being amazing talents in Europe but pulling them away before they reach their potential here, what does that do for us? I feel like – if that's the case, then the coaching here has to be good enough to maximize the potential at the level they're at to then produce results to then get us in the MLS Cup. Which, again, at the end of the day, is a fucking five-game, seven-game bullshit tournament that unfortunately lends to fucking teams like the, the fucking 2010 Colorado Rapids and the Seattle Sounders yep. that didn't score a goal to win their MLS Cup, then becoming these fucking paragons of just like, oh, look at how successful they are. It's just like, yeah. I, I, that's why to me, like sometimes MLS Cup, like, yes, I do want to win a cup. And then, then I have to argue with people on fucking Twitter that are just like, that say, oh, because the Colorado Rapids won in fucking 2010, they're a more successful franchise than us. When literally... Every Colorado supporter would literally give up their right arm to be us. Oh no, of course. So it's just it's it's the balancing act where like yes, I want MLS Cup, but also like we've had a very successful team for the past few years. Um, and and if if like to kind of get it back to what we were talking about, if players come here, um. With, with with their future being in Europe or whatever, then the coaching that we have in place here has to be able to maximize what they have to maximize um, so that they can produce on the field for us before they go over there. Yeah. Because, like, if Caceres goes, I'm going to look at Caceres as a as – a, as a, like, a missed potential for us because – I don't know, arm because Armist didn't start him enough games or something like that. So it's it, it's that it's what it's that's how that's how I see it. Where if that's the case for us, we just need to have structure in place that will take players that are going to move on and just maximize what they'll do for us. That's just what I see. I just 
I like that we've got this academy system. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I wish more people would pay attention to the fact that we still don't have an academy head. And oh yeah, and, yeah. yes, yeah. And shit is hitting the fan, and we're all just ignoring it. Um, no, I agree. With that. It, and I really uh, hope with 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 Ralph being taken over as like the head, like like shit. Not, again, that's this is more the sporting side, but yeah, we don't have an academy director. Um, but like. Yeah, like I don't, see, like, I don't know what Ralph's like. I, I, given the stuff we've talked about in the past few weeks about stuff going on in the front office with in terms of their relationship with us as the fan, as as the consumer, I don't know where Ralph. Uh, Ralph probably won't have any. No, he won't have anything. To do he with have, that. yeah, he has nothing to do with it. No. Um, but but at the same time, if so, I I had this debate with Friedlander and I don't remember who else like last week about. Um, the academy and you know oh well, would there be a residency program taking off the territories and, right. and all this that's stuff. another thing and we have that, that's another thing that's that yeah. is still rumored to be coming down the pipe where where the territories yeah. uh yeah. rule would but, go away but like if we are waiting on those two things to refocus on the academy to bring in an academy head after everything is has been you know the flood changed. Yeah. 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 If, if the team is going to do that, then why are we not going out and getting proven players now to be a stopgap? Why aren't we going after, you know, a 26, 27, 28 year old MLS veteran talent that could come in and, be a stopgap, play for a couple seasons. All right, you're out. Now the kids are coming back in again. The you know the, the pipeline's open. Mm-hmm. Why are we not focusing on that? Why are we going for 18 year old projects from Norway? Why are we going for 24 year old from Romania with subpar numbers? Why are we not focusing on winning and then go back to developing? Yeah. Like, and, and you brought it up before about how we've been talking about, like, there's, there's this disconnect between the front office and the fans and it's only getting worse. If the new head of sporting decisions is actively saying, Hey, you know, we're just here to make Leipzig more money. How the fuck do you get more people to come to games? Hmm. Because... If you're going to if that's going to be the attitude, there are nine other professional teams in New York. If you want to act like an amateur side, a minor league side, people are not going to come and it's really easy for them not to come when the path train isn't going to run for 2 years. And it's really easy for them not to come when it takes you an hour and a half to get out of the parking lot. So if you just add in the fact that, hey, we don't really give a shit about winning. We're just here to make Leipzig better. Even if that's not the truth, if that's what they're saying, people are going to perceive that as the truth. Whether he was misquoted, misspoke, it doesn't matter. People see that and go, why am I coming here? I could go see FC Motown if I just want to watch a a bunch of guys that are just going to eventually move on. If there's going to be no emotional connection between the players and the and the, and the fans, because hey, they're only here until they're good enough for Salzburg and then Leipzig, the fuck are we here for? 
I didn't sign up to 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 come out here to you know watch a minor league team play. I didn't come out here to watch a kid from a random Scandinavian nation learn how to play the press. I want to watch my team win. I just want one I, fucking cup. But that's like I, I that's I feel like those things can still work in conjunction. Like and and, and them bringing in a, a, a Scandinavian player will not stop like the pipeline of young players that we have in our system. No, no, it it won't. But there has to be a balance. Yeah. If you look at, if you look at rosters of of teams that have have played well in MLS and won MLS Cup, whether they were the best team or not, there was a balance of young players and veteran players. We have two players over the age of thirty. I'm not saying we should go out and, and get a bunch of thirty year olds, but we have two players above the age of thirty: Robles and Bradley. Everybody else is 29 and younger, and they're a lot younger than that. Like there is no one that that understands like the MLS system that like we can pull off the bench. We're pulling twenty two year olds off the bench that are in their first season. Like it's just it's tiring. It's tiring to have to like constantly be okay with. Hey, it's all right. We didn't win this year because we're we're pushing for next year. It's going to be better next year. Don't worry. Look at the system. Trust the system. I'm not a fucking 76ers fan. I'm not here for the system. I'm here for us to win. If every year is, hey, we're getting a little bit closer. Don't worry. Next year's the year. But it's always that. Why is it always that? Why do we have to be okay with, hey, it's all right. Next year's our year. We can never, we're never allowed to be mad about, hey, we got knocked out of Open Cup. Eh, don't worry about that. It's still the regular season. We could win in the playoffs. Hey, we got knocked out of playoffs. It's okay. We somehow qualified for Champions League in two months. So let's just worry about that. Hey, we crashed out of that. Yeah, but it's early in the year. Who gets a shit? Like, I don't think people are telling people not to be upset about, about losses. No, but people are always saying like, oh, you're looking too deep into this. People aren't like, I feel like, this team gets so many passes from from people that like it's okay trust the system the system works and until you win a cup unfortunately i wish it was just the shield mattered but until you win a cup in this league the system doesn't work like you're always building towards it and and i just i'm really struggling to find optimism about hey we're just i mean they're they're really upfront about it hey we're just here to make leipzig more money like i i really struggle to find the silver lining in that statement i hope i i want to be wrong i really want to be wrong but i don't know i don't i i need to be proven wrong all right we'll see then we'll see We'll, we'll just have to wait and see um so yeah um like i never want to be sorry to just keep going and ranting like i i'm not looking for us to to lose like i i don't remember who said it like i saw somebody having a conversation i just can't remember who it was but they were like talking about people that are negative like oh they want us to lose no we don't want us to lose i don't want to be right that like they don't give a shit about us. I want to be dead wrong about that. I want you guys to be right. I want the people that are optimistic about like, oh no, this just opens the floodgates for like players coming in. I want you guys to be right. 
I, I'm never going to, if this ends up that I'm right and, and it doesn't work out, I'm never going to be like, haha, I was right. But like, it, it's just, uh, it, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I wish that if, I wish this was actually a two-way street where instead of us giving up our head coach mid-season to go become an assistant somewhere else and us selling our best player for pennies on the dollar and like, hey, here's an IOU, we'll get you later when we sell them. Like, I wish there were players from Salzburg and Leipzig that were coming back here. I mean, like, Gobranson came, like, uh, to, and I'm not, I'm not trying to, like, like, what, like, no, no, I know. Gil Branson did come, and I wish that Jesse gave him more of a chance. And he pro- like if you look really at Salzburg the past Jesse two years after he left us, he was producing in Europa League and for yeah. Salzburg. Yep, and it's going to be really awkward with Jesse over there. Yeah, that's true. I, I'm hoping that that Jesse's like you know what, ship the kid over to New York again. Like I can't <laughs> hey, deal with him. I'm for it. Like, I'm here. I, I want a fucking like de- like a good system like successor to Bradley and Gil Branson would probably be that guy. Yeah, but like Gil Branson, Omar Damari, and uh, uh, Nielsen from like 2011, 2012. I can't think of a single other player that has come here from Europe. Mm. But then, yeah, and then the other way around, who did, who did we send out over over to them? Just it's only been Tyler, Tyler, and I count Jesse. Okay, and Jesse. Yes, Jesse's yes. a big deal for me. Yeah, yeah, no, like, yeah, 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 Tyler. Yeah, I mean, Jesse, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, we... Oh, happier news. Hey, we get to have another away game t- on Tuesday. Tomorrow. Today, if you're yeah. probably listening to this. Yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> the U.S. Open Cup is tomorrow. Our, yep. our matchup against the New England Revolution. It's our last game before June 28th. <laughs> For now. If we win, it's not. Oh, if we win, yeah. If we win, we have another game before that, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, MSU Park, uh, New England Revolution. Uh, let me bring up the stats. I mean, I don't know. We've already played them once. Uh they're as I don't know. They're 11th in the East. They're four, four, and eight. Their last game, they <laughs> Bruce Arena beat LA two one at LA. Um, and obviously, the last game we played against them was that one nil loss uh, up in New England. Um, the biggest change between last time we played them and now is that again, like I said, Bruce Arena is their new general manager slash coach. Um, which is a big departure from <laughs> fucking yeah. uh, Brad Friedel. Um, I would consider Bruce Arena competent d- despite, you know, losing in Trinidad and Tobago. Um, yeah. What are your, what are your, wh- one, the biggest question for me is like, what are we, what players are we going to see tomorrow on both sides? Like who, who more, I'm more focused about on us. I really don't <laughs> know who, players like 18 to well, like 24 and 25 are in new england but who, who new england didn't play this weekend right uh new england's last game was wait what those was that not this past weekend did they have a bye i think they did oh let me check when did the last play they last played oh yeah yeah last game was june 2nd yeah so they're resting so they are 
they are very fresh. They are rested. They might actually play. Um, so we might actually see like players like Juan Agudelo and, T- and Teal Burnbury and, and all those and Diego Fagundes. Yeah. Um, there's no way that Tarek is playing. No. So, so yeah. So Tarek, I mean, I, Armas says that he's, he's fine. He's day to day. That to me means that we won't see Armas until the play, uh, Tarek until like October. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who wasn't on Twitter? Uh, Tarek is going to ascend the stairs like the brother in Happy Days and never be seen from. <laughs> so yeah. Tom Fellows on Twitter says that like he has plantar fasciitis. He's out for three months. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. We won't see Tarek. Um, hey, what, who are you going to see? Uh, Nealis, I'm assuming. Nealis and Parker. Parker. I, they played 90. They're center backs. They should be fine. Um, if not, who Buckmaster in, in CCL? What they could do it now? If they could do it in CCL, they could do it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess Duncan. I I don't want to see Lade. I don't want. I play Reese Buckmaster. Play <laughs> somebody else other than Alex. Connor Lade. I don't. I don't want to see Connor Lade start. I don't want to see him start. I don't want to see him start anymore. I don't care that New England, like Il Sino is in the revolution. Don't have a player equivalent of Il Sino. Um, I just don't want to see Connor Lloyd start. Um, and then I don't know who else you'll see. Maybe you'll see a, a, a run of like, like Barlow and white. Uh, maybe O'Meara will start. Maybe, maybe you'll see C-C- the ghost of Ben Mines. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe Ben Mines will resurface. CCJ might start. I don't know. Um, I, I feel like this is the kind of game that was usually the first round of the U.S. Open Cup. We play a lot of our like younger players. Um, w- listen, they might shock us all and say, "Oh, Bradley starting this game." <laughs> yeah, play him on turf. Oh, never mind. No, never mind. I forgot about. Yeah, that. I mean, it sucks that we, we just don't have a stadium yeah, that we can host. Exactly. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> you fucking fools! Uh, I still haven't bought my ticket. That I'm a game time yeah. decision. Uh, we should just Waldorf and Statler it from the parking garage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should. Um, I can yell loud enough that they'll be able to hear me on the broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> David Gass would be so confused. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. It's a game on turf. Uh, Mir- Mir will probably start. Even Evan Laurel might start. I don't know. Um, what are your predictions for, for tomorrow night? We win in penalties. <laughs> God damn. Um, yeah, I, th- I think we'll win like one nothing. It's going to be penalties, but there's going to be like, it's going to take so long that everybody's going to miss that. The train, the train so they're stuck in Montclair until the morning. <laughs> they get home yep. at they just they just get home at five in the morning. They could just go to yep. work. Yep. Um Yeah, yeah. I, like I'm not really I don't know. I this this game just feels odd awkward to me. It's like every day I like to, I was like thinking to myself, like, should I call my rep and ask for a ticket? And then I'm just like, nah. No, oh, I don't even want to talk to my new rep. <laughs> no, my rep's been been nice to me, so I, I, I won't. I, I don't think it's her fault. So I'll like. Oh no, I had Steve Viteri, and they took him away. Yeah, from they me, took so. you, they took Steve from you. Yeah, 
I'm not talking to my new guy. <laughs> You're not Steve. Yeah. Sorry, I only deal with Steve's. <laughs> um, questions? 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 Huh? We got four questions. We forgot to remind people to send questions, so we got the same questions when we were when we said we were going to record on June sixth. <laughs> uh, let's start from the bottom, go up to the top. Uh, Chris Ashley on Twitter asks, uh, "Does MSU have a random tiny hilltop like Harvard's for the away support to stand on? Does the loser of the match have to sign Sire Seni? <laughs> yes, it's the Sire Seni Bowl." Uh, I wish there was a hilltop like there was at Harvard. I wish this game was at Harvard. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be if it's gonna be at a, at a university on a turf field. I'd rather it be the the field at Harvard. I'd rather do the bus trip yep. up there. That was a fun trip. Um, Dan White asked, "Are you are you putting on a bus from Montclair away?" Uh, no, we're not putting on a bus. We're putting on a dollar van. It's going to be starting from East New York. Uh, going. We're actually commandeering one of those accessoride vans. No, it's a dollar van. Like the vans that like, it's like the, like the. Oh no, I know. Yeah, I know. We, we get those. Just an armada of those. Uh, yep. and then you start in East New York. It makes a stop at JFK, then LaGuardia. LaGuardia. Then somehow some goes, reason, it goes back to Long Island city, then Astoria. Yeah. Then back, then across to Manhattan. Uh, yeah. Stops in Chinatown f- to pick up people from the Fenwell bus, uh, and then goes to Montclair. Stops in New York Penn too. Yeah. 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 Get some Bolt <laughs> bus people. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then it goes back into the Manhattan, goes to the Jersey bus terminal, picks up some people, takes them across the GWB, then goes to Montclair. <laughs> drives past Montclair and then drives back to East New York. Doesn't even drop you off there. It's going to be fun. Uh, uh, Bree says Ultra, uh, a real person. Uh, no, no, you submitted this question. I did not submit this you question. Did. You did. Monica did. Monica's not real. Monica's a real person. <laughs> I said, Monica she's is real. real into the room right now. I said, Monica is real. Yeah, see? See? I told you she's not real. Damn it. I told you. <laughs> I've been exposed. The, the charade is up. <laughs> it, Shut up. She asked if you paid a dollar to the Shield Foundation for your tattoo. <laughs> I did. You did. Good. I did. She she also asked, uh, will we be attending the U.S. Open Cup game? Um, if you don't attend, is it a protest? If you did, if you do attend, are you a scab? <laughs> uh, uh, will I? Will we be attending? I don't know. I guess maybe. I guess we have to. Maybe probably. I don't know. Uh, if we don't attend, is it a protest? Yeah. <laughs> if we do attend, am I? Are we scabs? If you happily attend. Yeah, if you happily attend, yes. If you're like, this is awesome. Yeah, I'm having yes. a great time. Then you have to a scab. Um, I'm going to be wearing a rat costume. Oh, my God. We we totally should have planned this out and, and got a giant scabby for the top of the, <laughs> of the parking garage. 
Oh, we should have gotten a scabby the rat. Damn. 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 Next time. It's okay. Next time they pull my the shirt. shirt for tomorrow is is just on point. Your what? My shirt. Oh, your for shirt tomorrow. for tomorrow. There you go. Capitalism ruins everything around me. <laughs> oh man, cream gets the money. Yep. Uh, we really don't have any more questions. Damn. Yeah, this is. Uh, and we somehow strung this out to an hour. We did it. Yeah, you know, you know, Connor Laid and Ralph. Ralph will do that to you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that does it for us on this episode of Off the Perch, episode fifty-four or fifty-three. We're now into episode fifty-four. Yeah, we've got we've crossed the hour mark, so now it's episode fifty-four. Welcome back to another episode of Off the Perch. We're not doing that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see you if we win tomorrow. We'll probably see you before our our game against the winner of North Carolina and NYC. Um, oh, no, 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 no. Everybody's uh, reshuffled. Wait, really? Yeah, so this is only for this game. Then it's a draw on the 13th for uh, it's seeded from the uh, round of 16, the quarterfinals, the semis, and the finals. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, so we don't necessarily have to play one of those teams. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. So yeah, so we'll see you if, if we beat New England tomorrow before the draw, we'll, the draw will happen and we'll talk about our opponent. Uh, yep. We'll see you guys. I don't know. Bye. Whatever. See ya. Peace. <laughs>